Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Good evening, After Buzzers. We are here at the After Buzz TV studios, giving you everything American Horror Story Season 4. I am your host for the evening, David Schipoletti, joined by my beautiful team again. To my left, Sarah Huggins. Across the table, Jillian Left. Hello, hello. And Oriana Leo. Hi, everybody. So happy you ladies are back with Yay. us. Yay. Back to you. Back together. It's season four, episode two, Massacres and Matinees. Dream team. I'd like to do a shout out uh, to you, team. David, for wearing stripes, because uh-huh. I'm still on Wednesdays We Wear Black Me from too. last That's season. That's what I thought we were right? doing, no? And apparently, according to Jillian, Mr. Ryan Murphy says on Wednesdays We Wear Stripes. Yes. Okay. He tweeted that out today. So, so fan of freaks, I want to see your stripes that you're wearing on Wednesdays and shout out to David for bringing it. <laughs> I just totally lucked out and happened to wear stripes. <laughs> I have to get a whole new wardrobe. I know, right? <laughs> I have so much black. <laughs> so do I. This week's episode, we're still meeting a lot of new characters and I feel like a lot of things are still happening and we did have a longer episode again this week, which mm-hmm. was great. Um, we have a lot of people still to meet, though, I feel We like. do still have a lot of people to meet, but overall... Personally, I really enjoyed tonight's episode. What did you guys think? I agree. I liked it better than the first one, actually. Mm. Mm. I was really waiting to meet Desiree Dupree, Angela Bassett, Triple Boob. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so I'm excited that she sort of, we got an introduction to her because I was obsessed with her last season. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I was really excited to see what Ryan was going to do with it this season. And also all of the pre-premiere rumors that I heard about her flashing her tatties to the cast members when she was filming and you know I'm just really excited yeah oh, she was Lord. flashing her, she was flashing her prosthetic boobies I am boobies. so curious how they managed to do that it's just a prosthetic Is that like piece an like a plate yeah we gotta I'm sure tweet them. yeah we need to find well, out I, I don't know if you guys heard of the viral story of a woman claiming to get plastic surgery to yes. have three boobs right. well it ended up being a prosthetic piece, which is exactly what Angela wears. Right. And it basically just lays over, and it's just silicone, like like anything else. And it's like what the drag queens wear. Exactly. It's and like all three, or just the one all is three, the prosthetic? Baby. All okay. three, baby. Yeah. Interesting. Because you have to get the triple 
the double cleavage. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I enjoyed the episode, but I did feel like the pace was a little slow. It was slow. But I think I'm also still kind of coming off Coven and mm. and having so much more action. There hasn't been too much action, but I know we're it's expository. We're learning a lot. We are. Right? And only so much action can happen while we get to know these characters. Right. I'm feeling, I have the feeling mm. the next couple episodes are going to be uh, a roller coaster. See, but I didn't feel like it was lacking this episode. I I felt like the pacing was was great because we're still sort of, you know, on the ride with them. And I actually am liking this already better than last season. I know that we were still... Strong words. I know. I know. Listen, guys. I... <laughs> I read your YouTube comments, and really the the battle in the comments seemed to be our strong opinions on the singing. Some people really liked the singing. Some people didn't like the singing. I have to admit, I didn't like it in the first episode, and I kind of loved it this episode. <laughs> so I think that that really brought everything together for me because it added to the storyline, um, which we'll get into. But I don't know. I, I really liked it. I thought there was enough gore and scare, and I thought that there was enough serious moments. I don't know. I, what, what did Comparing it, David, from the first episode to this episode, how are you feeling now? I'm feeling a lot happier about the singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because they didn't do an old song in the wrong era. Maybe. They well, they did. did. They did Fiona they Apple. Did Fiona but Apple. not, well... Um, which is fine. You know what? We're going to have to learn to deal yeah. with it. And one of our fans was tweeting us and was like, don't forget Baz <laughs> Luhrmann, Moulin Rouge mm-hmm. did the same thing. Truth. Whatever. <laughs> um, my whole issue with the singing and the, the time era and the songs being out of place is that these characters are all based on real people as opposed to Moulin Rouge, which isn't, wasn't necessarily based on real people. Right. Whatever. Neither here nor there. But compared to from last week to this week, I'm a lot happier with the way the story's being told. Mm. Okay. I wouldn't say that I necessarily love it more than Coven. I get a little bit confused <laughs> with the sing- the songs being from different eras in the yes. sense that I feel like I'm learning to love these people and understand the era that they're in, understand how they're being treated. Because that is and also very important. It's really important. Their era is a character in the story. Yeah. So to flip the script and have a sort of misplaced song is confusing to me. I hope that there is a reason down the line that becomes evident other than it's cute. I don't mm. think there's going to be a But to me, it. it just confuses me as a viewer, because I really want to... Does it sort of, like, take you out yes, of the story? Yes, it takes me out of, okay. the, of the time frame, you well, know? because they do play, like, the full song, too. Like, it's not just, like, a touch. They It's, like, full-on musical it's the, moment. It's the Glee performance. Yes, I mean, we, we talked about it last week, you know, Glee is ending, and maybe he's looking for an outlet to share his song and dance with everyone. (laughs) We have to remember, though, this isn't the first time that singing has come up in season two when Jessica Lange sang the name game, which a lot of the fans loved and a lot of the fans hated. You know, I I don't think there's ever going to be one side to this this argument that we're going to have, probably the entire season. I mean, obviously, there has to be a spectacle element to the freak show, so Mm -hmm. we're going to hear more songs. Yeah, right. I mean, it is what it is. I thought it was really interesting, before we jump in, um, because I got to attend the premiere mm-hmm. uh, yes. on the Sunday before last, and I got to you know do the red carpet, but also watch the premiere at Chinese Theater, which was amazing. And so it was definitely a different experience mm-hmm. to be there with that whole group. Um, but one of the things that Ryan said, and pretty much everyone repeated on the carpet, was that this season is the most touching and the most disturbing, mm-hmm. and that we will 
feel oh. closer to the cast, to the to the characters, um, but that we'll, we will be the most disturbed uh, than we ever have. And so to me, I'm like, I'm kind of looking for clues here, and I'm not well, 100% sure where that's leading us. He actually um, talked about it. I don't want to jump to news he and gossip, Ryan. but Ryan, yeah, but it, it makes sense to talk about it now. Um, he had spoke about Matt Bomber's character coming up in the season, and he said that there's a specific scene with Michael Chiklis and him that is quite possibly the most disturbing thing they've ever caught on camera. Oh, so what, what that could be, I don't know, but as far as the closeness... <laughs> I have ideas. It, you know, in this episode, I, I think... One of the main things running out is the whole ske- uh, seeking a scapegoat idea mm-hmm. and how it's so easy to pin something on somebody that's different. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also like one of those things, the mob mentality. Mm-hmm. Once one person starts mm-hmm. thinking it, then everyone sort of starts thinking it. Yeah. And we're sort of seeing that, we're starting to see that with the cops, which mm-hmm. is where the, sh- the episode started. Mm-hmm. The cops come to the quote unquote new people in town, the freaks in town, mm-hmm. and they're questioning them about the murders and how there's a cop missing now and we know that from last week's episode that they got rid of the cop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean they took care of him mob style, right? Yeah, so they did. Say it. Yeah. Well, I was going to say I don't know if you guys talked about this last week cuz I missed the very beginning of your show. Um but this is the first time that they don't do a flashback kind of at every beginning at every start. Mm-hmm. Like, because they are, it it does take place in a different era, but, like, if you remember, well, maybe not as much as in Asylum, but they did do a lot of flashbacks to, like... In Asylum, it it was sort of like a flash, the whole episode was mm -hmm. a a flashback. Right. But, like, in this one, they don't, did you notice, like, at the beginning, they don't, they're not doing any flashbacks at all. We had one tonight. Yeah, we had one with Desiree. Three weeks ago. Yeah, where Strongman killed... Oh, um, right. But, yeah. like, the, usually they begin, they start the show with it, though. Right. And they didn't. But I just mm. noticed that. Yes. I'm sorry. I just had a total sorry. An idea. I was, just I was thinking it. about the stripes. Mm-hmm. Did you notice in that scene where there's a few gentlemen and they're like, what is your friend doing? Oh, he's trying to change his stripes. Do you remember that? He's gay what? and he was having sex with Desiree oh, and he was right. so oh. excited that he was aroused and that maybe this meant he could have a normal life. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking tying the two with stripes and wearing stripes on Wednesdays mm-hmm. being who you really are. Yeah. I looked at it as like the the circus tents are striped. Ooh, I think there's a through and through. Yeah. I think this is going to be an interesting theme. Sorry, that was my... (laughs) That is very interesting. Yeah, that's good. Um, But, you know, there are other people in the show trying to change their stripes. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy sort of has... He's one of these characters in the season who just wants to be recognized as a normal... I did that in air quotes for those of you just listening. (laughs) Um person well, in society. I was just going to say, I had like a whole rant last week on the phone, <laughs> on the phone with, with me. David. Um, <laughs> our private conversation. I I love the show. I just, in seeing the first two episodes, we get it. Like, <laughs> the freaks are like everybody They want to be normal, but it's sort of like, it's a running theme through a lot of Ryan Murphy's work. Yes. It hasn't been as thrown in my face as the first two episodes of this. And I don't know if it's going to really? continue. I mean, I just feel I like agree. every other word is, we're just like everybody else. We're not freaks. We're not this. You know, it's like, we just want to be treated normal. It's like, we understand. Yeah. It happened. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to... 
our fans might be mad at me Don't for doing this, me. but <laughs> the first season of Glee, and I know whatever, they're not the same show, but the first season of Glee, every episode someone got slushy, slushied in the face. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. true, but it was like more subtle that way. I don't know. It was like kind of. A red slushie to the face? I mean. But also, I... I mean, I guess they're not but necessarily it's show, saying don't it. tell. And yeah. so I think the thing that you're having an issue with is that there's a whole lot of telling. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we get it. Just show us now. The okay. scene and in the diner... Yeah. Agreed. The scene in the diner was a bit much. I was just like, I, I get it. We already got that in, like, one of the beginning scenes, you know, where they were showing what they did to the cop. It's like, we got that whole spiel already. Right. This episode. So, I mean, I love it. I love the message of it, actually. I just don't need it said... Every single time we see these people, yeah. we understand they're just like everybody else. And I Got like, it. I think also with the show don't tell thing is that you need to, I would like to feel like, like Ryan and the team think I'm intelligent enough to pick up on it without you having to tell me all the time. Totally. So I agree with you and mm-hmm. I'm hoping that there might be a, a little bit of a shift in yeah. going forward. And I love the show. I'm not saying I don't. I just, <laughs> don't, don't hate me. Fans. Jillian looks like she has something. She'll no, yeah. I, I agree with you too, but I also feel like this is the theme of the entire season. If they're going to beat it into us, they're going to beat it into us. I mean, it it just, it it, it is what it is. We have to accept it. Yeah, I mean, they're they're different people. The entire series is about being different. They just look different. They're not necessarily... Yeah, we haven't even gotten to the good stuff. I mean, we we haven't. There's supernatural elements this season. There's so much that we don't know that I think they're really just setting the stage and telling the story Mm -hmm. up front so that they can get into all the really creepy, scary, weird stuff. I hope so, because they have showed, you know, windows into each, what what we think that each character is going to be grappling with this season, mm-hmm. so obviously they're going to expand on it. I mean, he, you know, Ryan has openly said in in articles that you know Del Toledo, the strong man, has a very very dark past mm-hmm. that we're going to find out about. Uh, you know, him and Kathy Bates together. You know, we got we sort of actually there was two flashbacks in this episode: yeah. the flashback oh, yeah. of a young Kathy Bates and a young Michael Chiklis. Which I thought was strange that Michael Chiklis played himself, but Kathy Bates <laughs> did not. <laughs> that exhibited. Yeah, that was a little know. odd. That was a little. You odd. didn't yeah. notice that. I, well, it was not Kathy I was Kathy just thinking Bates. about it because there is an actor <laughs> really who is playing the young Michael Chiklis. I'm like, why didn't they use him? Hmm. hmm. Wow. That's interesting. I have a... Well, I guess we can talk about this in predictions, but I have a theory about my or uh, Matt Bomber and... Uh, hold on pred- to yeah, we'll Write it down it. so that you All don't right, forget, right. but hold <laughs> on mean, to I mean, I won't forget. <laughs> I mean, there are... Okay. We've talked about the freaks wanting to be normal. Mm-hmm. Right. How they want to blend into society. And then we, on the opposite end, we have Dandy, who blends <laughs> perfectly yes. into 1950s society with his mom, Gloria. Um, they are amazing, played by the by Immaculate Francis Conroy. Balenciaga! Mm-hmm. Balenciaga! <laughs> Everyone's just waiting for her to scream that, I but just, she's never, it's never going to happen. I know. That would be so inappropriate. Um, <laughs> but she is so oblivious to everything that's going on around her. Well, I think that she feels threatened by her son. She's he's a loose cannon. She knows this and she she's a pleaser. She just wants to make sure that He's she's the 1950s. She's an enabler. Yeah, but it's also the 1950s, so she fits perfectly into that ideal of what a 1950s housewife and mother should have been. I was gonna say my grandmother is exactly the same. Like she will, people will be fighting like full on like brawl in front of her, and she'll be like, "Coffee, anyone?" <laughs> and it's like you're like, "Are you on this planet?" But at the same time, there's something like really beautiful about that because she like doesn't live for the drama like it's I feel like, like a lot of 
memory yeah. Yeah. and like seeing selective yeah. attention. There yeah. you go. Right. But also, where's Dandy's daddy? Right. You know, Great like question. we we have no idea. Right now, we've just seen the housekeeper, Gloria. Yeah, Gloria and um, Dandy. So well, Patty Labelle. Because we don't know her name yet. Or did we find out her name? Uh, Who the hell knows? Patty LaBelle <laughs> is talking to Gloria about how the neighbor's cat is missing. Mm-hmm. And there's some fur in the backyard. And, and Dandy's screaming some about how tools, he wants to be yeah. a thespian. Right. And he just wants to be out in society. And he's freaking out about all that stuff. And turns out he is bona fide serial killer. <laughs> No, in the making. I in think. the yeah. making, because he's killing small am- animals. But, but you know, it's like one of those know things that, that we know he's now. Tremendously he's bored, yeah. right? <laughs> I, that is not a reason. Okay, it's definitely not a reason. But there's also not a reason. There is a saying of the idle hands are the devil's playground. You know what I mean? Like he Especially has, especially with the sociopath, he has nothing to do. And then also, I thought it was interesting, Gloria. You know, when she acquires Twisty for him, the way she's like, "Do whatever you want with him." Well, with that, with no supervision and all the toys in the world and being told to do whatever you want. And with all the money in the world, apparently. And this sense of superiority over everyone else. It's not really rocket science that this is happening. You know what I no. mean? Like, well, and I she love- babies him. She, he's drinking cognac out of a crystal bottle. bottle. That was oh amazing. Amazing. But I love, too, Incredible. that she, Gloria, was not scared of Twisty at all. At she was all. just like, hi. Coffee? Yeah. That's exactly how it was. Yeah. She's like, do you play... Can Do I you hire you? Children. For children, that's what it was. Yeah, for children. And like, she doesn't have, have eyeballs, is what I want to know. Who picks up a clown on the side of the road looking like that? A right. woman in desperation. Dirty. Yes. Right. She didn't desperate look that desperate. Times. That was one of the scariest scenes ever when she let him into the room, when she let Dandy into the room, and he's just like, standing there, and you're like, what is going to be happening? He didn't seem to here. care either. He went right. on and on, wants to, to act puppets. out the king and I with yeah. puppets, and then he's like, oh, you're right, puppets are... What did he say? He said something very interesting. You're the sad cousin to a lot of performance. Yeah. <laughs> and your silence is provocative. Yes. I love that. And then he tells him to choose a toy so that he can go through the bag. Right. Finds a head, which we find out later what was in the bag ahead. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even seem to care. No, well, so I think he's figuring out that this really is his best friend. This is his right. best friend. Right. Mentor. He whatever. prefers human puppets. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, and we finally get to see what's under the, what's under <gasps> the, the grin. Which okay, I'm still we unsure saw, about. I have Carl. Good. Did you see what Carl mm-hmm. said? He no. said he has like razors for teeth or something. It looked right? like a gaping hole and maggots. With like, I saw oh. like something crawling out. It was like I, I don't know if it was like his tongue, but it was like purple. I, maybe it was bugs. It, it looked like bugs to me because like it happened bugs. so quickly, and I was like, Ugh! and they were kind and of. I was like, just like shocked that my like eyes didn't focus. It was coming out like this. Ew. I don't know, kind of wormish type. Ugh, I don't know. It's amazing how um, frightening Jeez. how quickly Dandy has devolved. You know what I mean? Like he's already this, the snap like you of said, a finger. sociopath, like just yeah. waiting. But to bring his own mother brings the evil into his home mm-hmm. that is just the trigger he needs to like go on a real killing spree if that's what's happening and I don't he's know. so into it because the girl and the boy get get loose twisty gets the boy and dandy comes back and he's like we're gonna have to tie them up better what, what did he yeah, say we're gonna exactly? have to do a better well, job we're gonna have to work on, on containment if we're him. gonna have a good time or whatever yes that's exactly what he said which is yes. remarkable 
But, that, you know, he just picks her up, throws him over his shoulder, and is like, tisk tisk, twisting the clown. <laughs> you better tie them up better next time. Like, Look who but I what's have. weird to me is that he keeps, like, Twisty keeps those two as his, like, playmates, you he know? He wants them to be his friends. He brought a toy yeah. for him. Well, right, but he kills other people. He, You know? You like, know, you're you're right on. I was gonna say he killed an adult man, but he seems very childlike. Is that the only one yeah. we've Did seen you him kill? That? No, we no. saw. Yeah. The, okay, so we've we've seen him kill Three the um, the boyfriend, right. and then Which the mother and father to the little boy. And, oh, right. And then we know, and then in Hamley store, and the guy who got hand. the knife through the neck. Hamley. Yes, and yes. But why them? Like they don't make sense to me. That I don't. No, mm. at all. But I was just thinking about his behavior is very childlike. Yeah. Where he has these really sad eyes, and it's like he's pondering and thinking, and then the, he, the way he is with his bag, he's very possessive, but kind of in a... In like a, a blankie. Like yeah. a blankie, like a binky. Like, there's this childlike sort of innocence about him to the other side of how disgusting so and murderous he is. So are you saying that he possibly might not know what he's doing when he kills people? No, but I'm just... I think it's an interesting way that it's being played at least. Well, he yeah. presented the head to the girl just like he presented the toy, the, toy. the little tin robot to the boy. And it reminds me of an of a dog. When the dog goes and kills a mouse and brings it to you and yeah. he's so proud of himself that he brought you a treat yeah. and you're horrified and they're like, what's wrong? I feel like that's kind of the way he's behaving. But I feel like he kind of, I mean, he is a loose cannon because he, they do like entertain, like they try to pretend like they're not horrified because they clearly pick up on the fact that he's trying to be nice mm-hmm. but he's still like one tiny little thing sets him off and he com- goes completely crazy so I just can't figure out like what he ultimately wants from them just like playmates whenever he wants them or like he's not going to kill them anytime soon most likely right and because he's not talking to us yeah. or to anyone well, I don't think he has a mouth I don't like, think he I does swear either. There's, he was just making he was making noises like you could right. hear him going hmm hmm Right, but right. you don't need lips and like a mouth or teeth to make noise. No. But like, also, whose skin cap is he wearing? Yeah, because yeah. we got it. Because when, because when we said that's so matter of fact. No, but it's just like it's true. It's true because where did this we, come from? We sort of. He's been very. He's been very dark, darkly shown on the screen. And when he was in the Mott's house, as you can see, you know the colors have been completely different. Everything was pristine and clean. Mm-hmm. When he's under those bright lights and the camera is circling around. Around him, and Dandy is walking the perimeter of Twisty. You can see that he's clearly wearing a, a cap of someone else's head and someone else's hair. Right. So we saw what's under the the smile, what's under the cap, and oh. whose head is that? <laughs> you know, because like, and have they scrambled his brains or something and ew. put a cap back on? I I really. I really have no idea. <laughs> Nightmares, Oriana. I don't Thank know. you I'm for just that. Thinking this, you know. Also, I want to talk about something last week because I I was really interested in a lot of the comments that our fans have been leaving on the YouTube channel, and mm-hmm. we were talking about the end scene where the entire freak show was stabbing the cop, mm-hmm. and yes. as Twisty looked on. Yes. And I really strongly believe that he's. He like he is possessive of everything else. He is possessive of his killings, and 
he's like, why are they doing what I do? Okay. And I, after watching it again and watching the scene again and watching his face, I really feel strongly that he doesn't want to be a part of the freak show. He wants to end it. Right. Oh. And I think that that's where Dandy yeah, that's comes in because they they don't want Dandy either. Right. You know, obviously... Um, well, because Dandy normal. doesn't necessarily fit in with that group. No. Well, yeah, and I mean... Uh, Evan Peters' character, you know, had that really nice speech about his hands, and you know, I would, I would do anything to be normal. And even after seeing that, it just made me think so much of what the commenters were saying. Mm. Because I know we were kind of on the fence last yeah. week about mm-hmm. was he jealous? Did he want to be a part of it? Like, you know, was he ready to hop in with the scissors? Like, let's do this, you know. And I just really think that it's going to cause conflict because they are doing killing that he wants to be doing. And he wants to t- take credit for it exactly. all, right? And that all this stuff Ooh. is on the news. But do well, you he's think, proud. Yeah. Do you think that the freak show is going to mm. continue to, like, kill people? Is I that- think that they will do anything to protect each other. Right. Mm-hmm. So if that means killing them, that means Keep killing. Keep it in the family. Yeah. I mean, look, they they had uh, Grace Gummer in a friggin' opium den. Uh, Latin. She loved it, <laughs> She loved it. It's on video. The first episode. Right? Can I, so, just, can I just say, my friend, I watched it um, with a friend, and she was like, like she was like, did I miss a sex tape? Like, everyone was like, there was a sex tape? I was like, no, it don't you remember that scene? Was. That it was like, I mean... I guess it's hardly a sex tape, but whatever. Lord. It's, it's a nineteen circa nineteen fifty two sex tape. Yeah, I mean yeah. vintage. Yeah, vintage. <laughs> I like it. Before we move on, I do want to say that I we love our fans. We love yes. hearing from you. We love that you commented so much on YouTube. We also need your comments on iTunes. So don't forget to rate, subscribe, tell your friends. Yeah, <laughs> I like it too because like it makes me think of different things in the episode you that I would have never known. They mm-hmm. have so many more insights oh my God, into it. So we much. jump mm-hmm. into it right after watching the episode that you guys have a little bit more time to digest mm-hmm. all the information and it gives us a lot of yeah. help with what's yeah. coming up in the in the I upcoming agree. episodes and yeah. the season. And you know what? We we really do listen and I'm even going to share some fan theories in predictions because I liked them that much. I really got I love it. today. I, I went through all of the comments. I know I tried to reply to as many as possible but there was like you know, 75 comments and then people commenting under the That's comments. so awesome. It was just great. Like, I love that there are super fans just like us mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. And it's so nice to be able to have that outlet to talk to you guys. So thank you and yeah. make sure you spread the word about our show. Yeah. Spread the word. <laughs> spread the word. Uh, gave me a really gross segue. Someone who's <laughs> spreading the word tonight is Desiree. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we want, I want to talk about Desiree, even though we sort of did. Desiree and Strong Mandel. Mm-hmm. Yes. We got introduced to them, and they are married. They're yes, married. They're married. I was a little confused on that. I was a little confused from the flashback of, like, why is she having sex with this random person? And then he gets angry. Like, I thought, is this part of their gig? Or what? I'm guessing we're going to learn more. Because we don't know too much information about them. We know they came mm-hmm. from Chicago. Mm-hmm. We know that he has a rap, he has a rap sheet. Right. Um, we know that he used to be with Kathy Bates' character, Ethel. And At that, some point. And, and that he has a son in the freak show. And something went Jimmy. terribly wrong. Because the yeah. way that Ethel has been talking about him this whole episode. Well, and warning like Jimmy to stay away. In the flashback, he was going to kill him. He was going to kill the kill baby. baby. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I was eating. Sorry. And then she had a. And then she <laughs> had a gun. Yeah. And she stopped him with a gun. Okay. Oh yeah, don't you dare. Okay. The thought of them being romantically involved is to me gross. is horrifying. Yeah. Well, he has a thing for. <laughs> 
talented ladies. That's right. True. Well, also extraordinary. Desiree introduces herself as a hermaphrodite. She says, I'm a real-life hermaphrodite. David had a lot of questions about that, yeah. by the way. He well, was like, well, just because you got three boobies <laughs> doesn't, make doesn't you necessarily right. make you a hermaphrodite. So, so what would make you has, a hermaphrodite? Does that mean boy and girl parts? Yes, yes. it does. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you have a penis and a vagina. No. They're not fully developed. Correct. She probably has a... Yes. Yeah. Hedvig was not a hermaphrodite. Micro-penis, oh, I bet. But he had a botched sex change operation. That's completely so. different. <laughs> We're not going to discuss that. (laughs) Um, But Jamie Lee Curtis is a famous hermaphrodite. That's true. Right? So it's just like, it's one of those things. Like, what is going on down there? Back in the day, uh, in this vintage 1952 era, there wasn't like sex reassignment surgery for babies the way there is now. So if you, the way you came out was the way you came out. Mm -hmm. And then whichever one you had, uh, whichever genitalia was more developed was the gender they picked and they dressed you that way. Whether or not that's how you were going to identify or not, or the hormones in your body or the chromosomes in your body, it was like, it looks like this, it's a girl. Well, and she's pretty masculine. Like the way she comes off to me is pretty masculine. She has a very strong energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought she was just ferocious. Yeah, I was going to say, does she, does Mm -hmm. Angela Bassett play anyone other than ferocious? Not with those arms. (laughs) Come on. Come on. I feel like she could be Delop. Yeah, serious. But But even the way she speaks to me is very like, hey guys, like it's very. Yeah, I'm real hermaphrodite. Right. What? Okay. Right, all right. Del has this idea of making money since the cops have said there's going to be a... Curfew. Thank you. <laughs> um, Thanks. Brain fart. Um, <laughs> which I thought was a great idea, He wants to do actually. a matinee, mm-hmm. which is a wonderful idea. I agree. But Elsa's sort of like, no, the freaks only come out at night. Right. Yeah, she was really against it. But I, I have to admit, you know, from the first show that we saw with just Dandy and Gloria <laughs> in the audience uh, to... A pretty packed house mm-hmm. and even a mosh pit. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> a mosh pit in the front, guys, yeah. at a freak show. Um, well, he's clearly a genius marketer. He's a, listen, she's a failing, she has a failing business. Mm-hmm. Elsa has a failing business. And it's like, whether you like the guy or not, and he has new ideas, you've got, do you want to take care of your family? You, right. you pay the bills. But right. she also wants to, sorry, my glasses are squeezing my face like crazy. Jeez. Sorry. It's really freaky. Go on. Um, Elsa not only wants to take care of her family but she wants to be the star that's right so whether or not she wants to make money and make sure her family is taken care of she wants to make sure that she's at the center of absolutely I don't think that make I mean I think she says we're a family and she says we take care of each other but Mm -hmm. she says you people yes to Jimmy. My monsters, you yes. freaks. I mean, there, she really doesn't identify with them. Well, She's she, the, re, the she identifies as the ringleader, right? Yes. Right, because you don't see her like hanging out with anybody outside well, of We it. also don't know if she was born without legs or if she lost her legs. I feel like she lost them in right. some crazy way. I don't know, yeah. but I think it's interesting. You know, Polio. we saw her, mm-hmm. her, uh, the name on the bill yes. at being at the bottom mm-hmm. and how horrified she was. And that was, it wasn't that he beat the crap out of Jimmy. That is the reason that Strongman Dell should leave. It's because her name's at the bottom of the bill. Yeah. And Jimmy knows that that's so going to upset her. Yeah, yeah. He knows that's going to upset her. Yeah. Man. Smart people. <laughs> to a certain extent. Yeah. They were very smart. Jimmy tries to hide the um, the shield in the Strongman's... Is that what you call it? A badge. badge. Uh, that was a nice little Michael Chiklis uh, segue, the shield. Too. Where he's over here. We're finishing each other. We haven't seen each other in a long time. Yeah, I know. So. It's just weird. But Wasn't did Michael anyone Chiklis notice? on the shield? 
Yeah, right. Yeah. That was he was like the lead on the Shield. That was so funny. I don't watch TV. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> except for, except for Ryan Murphy. Don't shows. admit that. <laughs> Anyways. Um, he tries to hide the badge on in the trailer, and mm-hmm. and Dell sees him, and he moves it into Meek's Meep. Meep. Thank you. Meep. Meep. I keep wanting to call him Meep. Poor Meep. Poor Meep dies tonight. Oh my gosh, how sad. Super and that's sad. right back to the whole mob mentality, right? Yeah. Like somebody different gets thrown in the jail cell. Not to mention he's not even the normal size. You know what I mean? Like he's child size, and to have a mob beat him, yeah. it's disgusting. To death. To death. So it's sad. Just, it's disgusting. It is disgusting. And then for the cops to deliver it back to. The tent. That was super weird. I yeah. mean, they sort of deliver it as a warning. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Which is even more Like, sad. we know what's going on. And this is your future. Yeah. yeah. I think it definitely was a message. Very mafioso-like. Yeah. And very this something that future. the country experienced during segregation mm-hmm. times and with all the, the lynchings and, and everything like that. I mean, it's sort of right before all of that stuff sort of really happened. I, I almost, going back to that with uh, Jimmy wanting to be served in the diner, there oh, was that mm-hmm. part of me that was like, really, you can't have this from the civil rights movement. But like, I, yeah, I was telling David when I went on my yeah. rant this one night last <laughs> week, um, I was telling him, I mean, that's like a famous, I feel like that's, I don't know if it's an actual moment in history that's super it famous, happened but it's a million been times in, over. Yeah, yeah, it's been in like a million, every, you know, civil rights related movie, yes. like anything. They always do that diner scene. And I, I do think it's a powerful message and it clearly, you know, it sticks with you. I won't forget that scene, but yeah. Is it necessary? I don't know. I mean, are <laughs> we sort of saying that the showrunners are equating the freaks with the civil rights uh, that's what, how I felt from it. Was like, for sure. you know, at least you have a group of people that are that are being segregated. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. you know, everything about their life is separate and, and not equal. You know, so I totally see it relating, but it just seemed a little bit over the top. Like, I'm not African American, but I was almost offended by it. Like, really. <laughs> Huh. Come on, that's our thing. You know what I mean? That's a civil rights thing. <laughs> that's our thing. You know, yeah. sorry if I'm speaking out of turn. It, but it could also go with anybody that's been viewed <laughs> different in history. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it could be black, white, gay, straight, you know. Asian. It's, Asian, yeah, it's Japanese. Se- segregation. And uh, I could have probably done without it. Although I did like the message. I hope that they don't bring it up again like that. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was just very, it was It'll overt. be interesting to see. I mean, and just like the first two, I told David when he was going to watch the second one, I was like, I was like, look, because I'd never seen it, and I was like, I have to warn you, there was one thing that bothered me, and it was that. But so it'll be interesting to see if, you know, moving forward, like, if they feel like, okay, we get it, we've got them. I don't mind, like, once an episode. I just felt like number two was very heavy on the message. Well, we'll see what happens yeah. in episode three. I yeah. want to talk about um, Elsa planting the seeds of doubt with Bet. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, right, Bet? So, yeah. With Bet because, yeah, Dot because Dot's got a voice. Has got a voice. Right? Yeah. And a crush. And Dot's going to have a boyfriend, crush. I have a feeling. Yeah. So I just, I, I felt like, okay, so we've, we saw what Elsa did. I'm not clear on what the weapon was that she handed her. It was her. like, I think it was a letter opener. Maybe. Uh, it was sharp. Whatever it was. It was sharp and silver. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. skinny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking, like, okay, first of all, how is this, does Elsa want 
the two of them gone because they represent a threat to her singing career. But she brought them in. That's where I'm confused. But 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 the look on her face, she did not know that there was a star there. Right. Do you know what I mean? And is and like that's what we were saying about Mm -hmm. her wanting to provide for the family. We're gonna bring bring these girls in, and they're gonna draw in a crowd, and we're gonna be, you know, we're gonna be able to turn a profit. But what she really wants is people are gonna come see me. Well, she just doesn't want them to be more famous than her. That's the thing. She's totally fine with them drawing a crowd as long as the crowd's not coming to only see them. But right. why do you think she suggested they just stand there? Right. 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 You know, bef- before when when Bet was, you know, not singing anything really. It was nails on a chalkboard. You know, before that, she was totally fine with them just being a, a freak act yeah. and just standing like window and, dressing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And as soon as we saw the crowds forming when Dot started to sing Fiona Apple, which we were all singing. We were all singing. Amazing. It was the amazing. I want to watch the music video again. If you guys haven't seen the Fiona Apple music video, it's like incredible. Like, such a part of all of our lives. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Uh, but I'm, then I'm thinking, you okay, know if. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Bet kills Dot. Does she not kill herself? They have two hearts. They do, but we don't know what happens when you kill off an appendage that can't be removed. Do you know what I mean? I like, mean, just, it yeah, has just happened kind of like in up there. history. Has it? It has happened where Siamese twins were one died before the other one. Mm-hmm. How? How did they die? When, like, we know that they I share the same circulatory died, system right? because of the cigarettes. They share the same uh, genitourinary and reproductive. Mm-hmm. But yes. they got four lungs, mm-hmm. two hearts, yep. three kidneys? Something like that. Yeah. It's weird to me that Beth would want, like, a dead something well, or other she wants like it. sitting next to her well, all I, the you time. Know, I, she's a big pleaser yeah. and I think that she looks up to Elsa and you and know. that is crazy. Well, yeah, completely. She wants to be a star. But she's also, nuts. if we're going to believe the flashbacks, <laughs> Bet killed her mom. Right. So and she's capable to of murder. Right. She's totally capable of it. Yeah. And I, But my thing is more, what is Elsa's motivation? Like, does she want the two of them to die or does she want to have a minion with a dead sister on her? Like, I'm not sure clear right. on it right now. That would be so I think she's a totally oh, okay with either option. It, right? Yeah. She just yeah. wants them like, she wants the star who is clearly Dot to not be there. Yeah. Or what if it doesn't even have to do with murder? What if it just has to do with messing up her vocal cords? Yeah, that's her smart. Mm, yeah. That's really I mean, smart. really, if we're going to get creative on this, like, stab her in I the feel throat. Like you, I feel like you could stab her in the throat. And well, her she should have be been more specific up. when she handed over the weapon. <laughs> Definitely. But I, but I also think that Bet knows that because there's a huge risk. You know, they they ha- they were in their mother's house their entire lives growing right. up. No medical things have happened to them. You know, they were in a hospital once where they got looked at once. And it's like... She doesn't really know what's going to happen if she kills her sister. She could yeah. die, too. Well, yeah. I mean, they are sort of a medical marvel. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. Can I just say, Sarah Paulson just kills it. As yeah. the, I mean, I can't even imagine. Like, so, I want like to do that. Uh, bring up... So, Daniel, one of our fans, yeah. tweeted and said, Could you please talk about season five hints tonight? R. Murphy said there are some. Oh. Did you guys oh. pick up oh. on it? Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. So, is there anything else in the episode that anyone wants to discuss? I think that was most everything. Yeah. I think we covered most of it. I think, that's it. It. Yeah. I think yeah. that is everything. So anything that else, was... we will continue the conversation on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
one thing I noticed, and I'm going to pull from a fan theory. Do you want to hold that for predictions? No, because it's not predictions. It's okay. a theory for the for the next season. Okay. So they referenced uh, Life on Mars, Bowie's song Life on Mars. Yes. Her name is Elsa Mars, uh-huh. and they're in Jupiter. in Jupiter. Interesting. So it could have something to do with space or aliens, extraterrestrials, mm. fifth season. I could like see Area that. 54. I, I'm thinking like I know that we did we sort of we sort of thought that maybe it would be about that this mm-hmm. season and I know that they brought up aliens in the second season mm-hmm. but it wasn't the main focus and I just think that it's very coincidental that everything is sort of about space yeah um Hmm. Maybe something that, that has to do with the discovery of life forms. I, I don't know, but I was I was riding that train. I read the comment. And I was like, yes, didn't <laughs> yes. wasn't Who that speculated for this season yeah. before? Mm-hmm. Right, because the whole UFOs, New Mexico, yes. mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Any other hints that you guys picked up on? Well, he said it was in the opening. He said some hints could be in the opening credits. I watched them really closely tonight. Yeah. I did not notice anything. That had to do with anything else. I definitely didn't. But a I didn't circus. even think about it to tell you the truth when I was. Working. I didn't either. I'm trying. I'm trying, I'm trying to be present. I know. <laughs> I really. I love all the speculation, but I'm really trying to enjoy every episode. Yeah. Because when this is over, I, I'm sad. So I'm like, I just want to enjoy every morsel of this show. Like every <laughs> it is fun to bit. watch again. Like to watch for the first time to kind of just experience it, and, and then to watch it again agreed. to be critical. So I do try to do that, but it's hard. But well, let's jump into <laughs> news and gossip. Yeah, you guys have a lot. Who's got something for me? I've got something. It's a story that I tweeted earlier. Um, I find it to be pretty amusing. This Mm -hmm. is from The Hollywood Reporter. Professional Clown Club attacks American Horror Story over murderous character. This is ridiculous. So the most funny thing about this, and if you want to see the article, just check out my Twitter feed at Miss Oriana Leo. But... The most hilarious part is that the guy who's complaining that this depiction gives clowns a bad name is also <laughs> complaining that um, that essentially this is the bad this is bad attention for clowns. Yet he is commenting and creating a huge storm, drawing more attention to the negative clown right. that's being depicted. This guy is full of it, but it's really funny. It talks about the dwindling numbers of clowns and how clowns are really going by the wayside because of all of the evil and nasty depictions over history. It's too good. It's- I mean, I feel like clowns have always been one of those things that yes. are like scary yes. as hell. Like, so I this, this article actually goes into the history fun. of yeah. the clown characters and how far back it goes, all the way back to I think Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe has a poem. So it's mm-hmm. like this attention. This guy just wants attention. But I agree because article. if you're going to blame anybody. In my world, you're going to blame John Wayne Gacy Jr., who is a famous right. serial killer I'm, who yeah. dressed as a clown. Now, do you think that... <laughs> That's think negative that attention. Pulled, do you think that they pulled from him for Twisty? Like, I mm, wonder. It's possible. Um, what was Gacy, the time period? It was the 70s. He was mm-hmm. around from... He was mm-hmm. killing people from 72 to 76. Um, or 78. 72 to 78, and he killed 33 people, but he only killed children. Oh. Um, and his look was a, a very specific 
Clown, Pogo the Clown, which oh was gosh. like in advertising of the time. I mean, I think it just stems from like, I mean, I remember, well, it is like so scary yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Frightening. Um, they all float. Which I think that oh. was stemmed from, from Gacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but that is like, I remember watching that probably way too young to be watching a scary movie and I'm still scared of drains. I can't, <laughs> I'll never that look at the same. Where it, that clown comes out of the drain. <laughs> Don't even talk about it. But I was going to say, I feel like if you surveyed people, like a hundred people, uh, like over half of them would say that clowns were one of their biggest fears. Like it's not anything new to be like a scary clown. Well, right? speaking of clowns and fears, yes. uh, there was another story this week about a clown popping up in Wasco, California. Where? Uh, it's by Bakersfield. It's by Bakersfield. Okay. Uh, and basically, this, <laughs> these photos were popping up on social Shut media. Up. And it was a really, you know, creepy clown with a, with a stoic face holding some balloons. He had a mallet and an axe in some photos. Uh, and people were starting to really get freaked out because they were calling the police about these killer clown sightings. <laughs> well, it what? ended up Imagine being... Imagine being on the other end of oh that phone God. call. <laughs> Stop. Uh, it ended up actually being an art project between a photographer and her husband. He dressed up as the clown and she is posting a photo a day, so you can find Wasco Clown on Facebook. Um, but the freakiest part is that there were imposter clowns popping up all over different small towns in California. <laughs> so there are like rogue clowns <laughs> scaring the crap out of people, and their people are getting arrested. Yeah, people are getting. I mean, like it's it's drama. I don't know how I'd react if a clown if I saw a clown on the street corner. Like in the dark, just randomly. With I was a, a clown last year for Halloween. I would freak out. Oh my god! One yeah, more you're piece, adorable. One more piece of news, <laughs> and I think this is something we can t- discuss later. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the feedback I got from the premiere was that the major inspiration for this story is from the film Freaks of the 1930s, oh. um, which I've never seen. But this, we should watch. We should watch. And mm-hmm. so I was thinking maybe when we have an off week, we could watch it together and have a conversation with our fans. Yeah. I kept asking about you know is there historical basis for these characters and. The answer was not really. There's there's no like real real life people right. per se, but that a lot of these characters are drawn directly from that film. Okay, interesting. Perfect. Interesting. Yeah. Any other news in Gaffa? No. Nothing, Sarah. No. Okay. Well, we didn't see the preview for next week. Yeah, we didn't see the preview. So we're we're virgins. These are virgin predictions. It's not like the previews really show a lot. But they give you something to go off of. Okay. Well, does anyone have anything? I mean, nothing, I was Ariana? gonna say <laughs> Ariana's I'm like just, shaking her head. No, nope, I'm just like I, I ain't got nothing. So here's the thing: I feel like I know exactly. I could predict a million things, and that they will not happen yeah. because this is a Ryan Murphy show, and it's American Horror right. Story. Right. You know, I'm scared to say what I think that Michael Triklas and. Matt Bomber. Oh no, now you have to tell yeah, us. Yeah, do tell. I feel like it's hard. I mean, well, cause just because you said it was disturbing, mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to have something to do with him getting molested. That, well, I was going to say, I was going to say raped. Yeah. I, I, Who's I, being raped? Uh, I think Michael Triklis is going to be the rapist. Yeah. Or the rape, the rapey? 
No, the rapist. No, the rapist. He will be the rapist. Matt Bomber. Raping Matt Bomber. Well, I can yeah. tell you like, that maybe a little boy. A and lot then, like, of there's yes. a lot of disturbing and erotic material this season. Right. So I wouldn't put it past them. Like I just got like when you said that it was so That's weird. Thing. I got this flash. I don't know if anyone's like a six feet under fan, but I got this flash of um my uncle actually wrote the episode shout out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the one where um Michael C. Hall's character gets um like kidnapped basically mm-hmm. and is like Yes, raped and like forced to do drugs. Like I just got that kind of vibe mm-hmm. when Ooh. you said that. So that's where your mind went. Interesting. Totally. Interesting. I am excited to. Well, I guess excited is the wrong word. Uh, I'm curious to see what Dandy and Twisty are going to come up with. I Together. fear for that little boy and girl mm-hmm. because I think that they're going to play some serious games on them. And I'm excited to see their scheming next week. I can't wait to actually go home and watch the preview because I hope that they show a little more of something. And who knows? Maybe Twisty will say a word. <laughs> He's like the new Evan Peters of this season. <laughs> I was going to say, I did say this when we were watching it, and I think I tweeted about it too, but I am glad, and I wonder if like Evan Peters, like there was like something in his contract, like you won't talk last season, but you'll be the focus. And <laughs> yeah. I, I think he had one incredible. season. I think he's incredible, though, and I love that like this is kind of centered around him in a lot of ways. Yeah, so. a lot of the other season two is also sort of centered around him mm, in a way. Not as much as I this feel like payoff for his being main Frank and Kyle season yes. sure. But can I sure. say too that like I, I think that oh God, I don't know how to say it. Go ahead. We're I'll, running out I'll of think time. Of, you I'll, think of I'll think of a way. Um. I don't think I actually have any predictions. No? I had one small oh, one from uh, last from, uh, from last week to this week that I think is coming true mm-hmm. about dot. Oh God, we're getting cut off. And Hurry up. we have time between dot and uh, Jimmy mm-hmm. uh-huh. falling for each other. Mine has to do with that. I want to do a countdown. How many episodes do we think before the twins get laid? Ooh, Ooh. Oh, yeah, because they're virgins. Two, two more episodes. Two more? I'm gonna say two. Yeah, I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say it's happening. Well, next wait, week. we gotta Me think too. about this because the Halloween two-parter, the Edward Mondrake, uh, right? I don't know. It might be folk. It might flip focus away from them and onto this character that we haven't Ooh, met yet. Good call. So, so I know who's that? playing that. So maybe four. You know, I don't remember the actor's name, but he, two more would be four. Okay, four. I'm episode four. four. I'm saying it's happening next week. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say episode four as well. Okay. okay. So okay. where can everybody find everybody? Woo. Ariana. Find me on Twitter at Miss Oriana Leo or Instagram Oriana Leo. Please check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash the Oriana Leo. I've got a new episode of Running Errands in Hollywood coming up next week, and I just started vlogging, so please check it out and talk to me. Let me know what you think. Who are you running errands with? Uh, anyone. No, next the, week. Oh, Sid Youth. They're mm. a fantastic pop girl group. That I, oh, I saw your pictures. Gorge. Amazing. Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Left. On my website, JillianLeff.com. On Facebook, JillianLeffOfficial. I also host the How to Get Away with Murder After Show on on Thursdays at 8.05 on AfterBuzz TV. And I'm actually not going to be here next week, but Pega Rad, who was sitting here last week, she will be back to fill in for me, and then I will be back the following week. Um, I'm easy. Uh, Sarah on the go on Twitter, Sarah with an H, and SarahBear67 on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at you can call me Skiff. From everyone here at the AfterBuzz TV family, we want to say thank you and see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.
From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.